Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Many fans in our community are excited for the upcoming release of Mortal Kombat 2. After the first movie's release in April of 2021, expectations are high for the sequel to deliver an even better movie than the first. But there are still uncertainties casting a shadow over the fate of Mortal Kombat 2. With Warner Brothers Discovery's cost-cutting strategies and a volatile entertainment industry, is the risk of the movie being scrapped before its release something we should be worried about? Welcome back to another bite-sized episode of the Realmcast. I'm your host, the Mortal Kombat Phantom. And I'm Yanni. Principal photography for Mortal Kombat 2 recently concluded, signaling a significant milestone in the production process. The sequel, directed by Simon McQuaid, who directed the first movie, and is boasting a star-studded cast, including Louis Tan, Hiroyuki Sanada, and, of course, Carl Urban, promises to build upon the success of 2021's Mortal Kombat. We are currently waiting for the official release date, and are excited for even more Mortal Kombat content. But Warner Bros. Discovery has been cutting a lot of projects lately, preferring the tax write-offs rather than actually releasing the movies. Today, we'll be looking at WBD's strategy and look deeper at Mortal Kombat 2 to see if this is something Mortal Kombat fans should be concerned for. Will Mortal Kombat 2 end up like MK Ultra Girls and MK Generations? Let's have a closer look. But before we get too far into this episode, just a quick reminder, we do still have G Fuel. We have the Dancing Dragon box set. We got a bunch of different canisters that we're giving away to you guys. Stick around until the end of the credits, and we will tell you exactly how you can win yourself some G Fuel. If you're following any of the cast or crew of Mortal Kombat 2, you would have been bombarded with posts revealing that filming has wrapped. From producer Todd Gardner to Cole Young actor Louis Tan, pretty much the entire cast has been sharing behind-the-scenes glimpses from the production's wrap party. The rapid and efficient shoot, despite industry-wide delays due to strikes, underscores the dedication of the cast and crew to bring the sequel to fruition. Warner Brothers Discovery's cost-cutting strategies have sparked controversy and criticism within the entertainment industry. CEO David Zasloff's recent actions, including the sale of a $9.5 million in Warner Brothers Discovery shares for tax purposes, shed light on the company's efforts to navigate its current financial situation. This means that he is using a portion of his own shares in the company to cover the taxes owed on those shares. This could involve either selling some of the shares directly to generate cash and to pay the taxes, or having a certain number of shares withheld from his ownership to cover the tax liability. By doing this, he was able to ensure tax compliance without liquidating any other assets or using his own personal funds to cover the tax bill. According to a report by The Hollywood Reporter, the disposal of shares, a move similar to the one made by Zaslav in the previous year, reflects Warner Brothers Discovery's commitment to fiscal prudence and debt reduction. However, that's not the only way WBD has been saving money. 
As highlighted in IndieWire and MovieWeb, WBD has been shelving completed films like Batgirl and Coyote vs. Acme, with Zaslav defending this decision that it was important to prioritizing financial stability. Despite the outcry from industry figures like Texas Congressman Joaquin Castro, who criticized the tactic as predatory and anti-competitive, Zaslav has stood by his decision, emphasizing the necessity of making tough decisions to safeguard the company's fiscal health. This decision to scrap fully made films for tax breaks, as articulated by Castro, underscores the ethical and competitive implications of Warner Brothers Discovery's cost-cutting measures. As regulatory bodies like the Justice Department and the Federal Trade Commission revise their antitrust guidelines, there are a lot of eyes on Zaslav's recent tactics. Castro compares Zaslav's tactics to burning down a building for the insurance money. In the middle of these fiscal considerations, there are ongoing productions like Mortal Kombat 2, which are facing uncertainty. Despite the completion of filming, the sequel's fate hangs in the balance as financial considerations and corporate strategies dictate its future. But is Mortal Kombat 2 really at risk? Unlike the other scrap projects, Mortal Kombat 2 enters the fray with a proven track record of financial success. The first Mortal Kombat movie released in April of 2021 and grossed over $83 million worldwide. This defied expectations as it was given only a $55 million production budget. This was enough to demonstrate commercial value for the franchise and give Warner Brothers Discovery incentive to proceed with the sequel. The sequel's built-in fan base and market appeal mitigate concerns about its financial prospects, setting it apart from projects like Cody vs. Acme and even Batgirl, which despite loosely being related to the DC Cinematic Universe, were both standalone movies rather than direct sequels. The Mortal Kombat sequel will be successful if only for the enthusiastic support of its fanbase. Mortal Kombat 2 occupies a unique niche in the market demand for action-packed fan-favorite franchises, positioning itself as a valuable asset within WBD's content portfolio. The film itself topped HBO Max's charts as outlined in a report via Business Insider. Mortal Kombat had over 3.8 million households tuning in during the pandemic outranking more well-known franchises such as James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, which ranked third in 2021 with 2.8 million households viewing. With David Zaslav prioritizing HBO Max expansion as a cornerstone to their strategic growth arm, this is good news for the Mortal Kombat sequel. Mortal Kombat 2 enjoys widespread anticipation and engagement from its dedicated fanbase, underscoring its cultural significance and market relevance. Batgirl, on the other hand, could have made things more confusing in the DC Cinematic Universe and potentially further damaged the brand. With the already established Snyderverse, the James Gunn universe, and standalone hits like Joker, casual moviegoers were already grappling with a complex cinematic landscape. The recent release of the Flashpoint movie further contributed to this confusion. Mortal Kombat, on the other hand, stands as a relatively blank canvas with a successful debut under its belt. The first installment barely scratched the surface of the franchise's rich mythology, not even entering the tournament. This leaves a lot of potential for expanding the universe. This untapped potential, as well as its success in the eyes of WBD leadership, positions Mortal Kombat 2 as a possible powerhouse for WBD. The producer for Mortal Kombat 2, Todd Garner, even hinted that its first trailer could be the most viewed trailer of all time within 24 hours, beating out Deadpool 3 and Spider-Man No Way Home. I don't think there's risk here. I, I personally don't think that's going to happen. It was apparently their most successful uh, during, well, the pandemic. And I don't think we can really compare it to, say, Batgirl, for example, because Mortal Kombat itself has already demonstrated its success. Batgirl was a whole... I, 
not, not a whole new IP, but a whole new sort of project, right? A whole new direction. And in this case, if Mortal Kombat's already demonstrated that it can do it, people are waiting for the second movie. And this one already seems to be more accurate and more in line with what Mortal Kombat fans were looking for regarding the first movie. Yeah, I think you're right. The only real risk that we're seeing here is if the studio actually watches the movie when it comes out and they just think it's garbage. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's yeah. always a possibility. Stop them before. <laughs> yeah, no, no, look at the DC universe. <laughs> um, I mean, why does point this poor Anyways, um, but I, I don't think this is going to happen with Mortal Kombat. You know, there's a lot of criticisms in the community about the first movie. But like we said before in our past episodes, this, the, that first movie was um basically a lot of studio meddling this one they they're going into it with more confidence from the studio they've shown that they can take this ip and the script and that they can make something profitable so i think this movie is going to be coming out regardless but like i said you never know what david zaslav's going to do when he watches these things so uh, i think you hit the nail on the head there though with just that one word it's going to be profitable i yeah. think that's enough and judging by you know the quotes that we were reading in our last couple of episodes, our top and bite size episodes, everything here is for them to be shoving as much Mortal Kombat into our face as possible, aside from MK1 apparently. <laughs> so, with that in mind, I don't see this getting written off. Todd Garner himself is extremely positive about it on Twitter. It's really nice to see. It's refreshing. He's been sharing a lot of updates. I don't see this not happening personally, and I really hope we're not wrong on that point. Todd Garner, I think, is more confident about this movie than he was the first one, which is an awesome thing to see if you got your producer, like, <laughs> kind of almost disregarding his last product because he knows that this next one's going to be so good like that's awesome i don't think that's fair to say though i don't think he's disregarding his last project i don't i and i still think it was something to be proud of in a way yes it might not have been as accurate as everybody hoped especially with the inclusion of a new character as a main character etc but i still think that he has some pride in that movie and in my opinion rightfully so but i think the real thing to be looking at here is that ed boon himself has been sharing more on the on the project you know that that did not happen so much with the with the first movie and he's he's apparently flown out for a cameo and stuff if if uh if i understood those twitter posts correctly i don't know i see this going very well you make a great point it is even if ed boon didn't come out for a cameo he was flown out for some sort of consultation meetings with everybody on this movie so yeah there's uh there's a lot of backing in this movie so I don't think it's at risk, but that's not saying that Warner Brothers is not going to cancel other movies because uh, I, I don't think this trend is over. <laughs> They've recorded these movies and they're getting rid of them because they get money back and they don't want to damage their image. Long-term profitability is what everybody is about right now at Warner Brothers Discoveries. Image isn't really the answer here. I think it's more short-term profits, which is what they're looking for. I mean, in terms of long-term image, sorry but they've harmed themselves it might look good to certain shareholders and such but i get the vibe it's more about short-term profitability rather than long-term image i think it is a lot about long-term image and long-term profitability because that's the whole reason batgirl was scrapped is that it just was outside of what they're trying to do with it this new james gunn universe is basically trying to demonstrate that they have these intellectual properties and they know how to manage them and they don't want anything to kind of get away get in the way of their plans with it mortal kombat they don't have that same type of planning structure because it's not as big of an ip as dc 
So with that, they're able to kind of let them do what they want a little bit more. And they so far, Todd Garner and his team have shown that they can make a profit off of the little amount of money that's given to them for these movies. So, um, I mean, 50 million doesn't seem very little to us, but in the scheme of these big movie productions, it's not a lot of money. So, as part of the community, you actually helped determine the success of this movie. So we've seen as much with producers' interactions with the fans, so that means your opinion does matter. And it also matters to us, so leave a comment and let us know your thoughts. Do you think there's any chance that Warner Brothers is going to cancel Mortal Kombat, or do you think that this franchise is basically set up enough that it's unfailable at this moment? Let us know in the comments of what you think. If you've enjoyed our bite-sized episodes, be sure to like and subscribe. If you're looking for other kinds of content, then don't worry. We have other types of episodes like our guest interviews and our live soul streams. So, you know, be sure to sub and keep an eye out for those. Until next time, remember, every warrior has a story and every saga a lesson. Thanks for sticking around. As I mentioned, we have a lot of G Fuel. We want to give this to you guys. This is just to show our appreciation to all of our fans for subscribing to the Realmcast. So if you're interested in winning any G Fuel between now and our next soul stream, leave a comment in any of our videos and we'll take all of the comments, anybody who entered the giveaway, and we will be doing a drawing. You don't have to say I want G Fuel or anything like that. All you gotta do is leave a comment. Tell us what you think about the episode. Is that simple. And like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we do have this collector's edition dancing dragon pack from G Fuel. I'm going to open it up just so you guys can see. It comes with this Mortal Kombat 1 Liu Kang shaker bottle, which is actually made out of aluminum. It keeps your drink cold. You can take this to the gym, it has a built in little shaker thing. So it'll shake your powders together. You can even like sit at your desk like I do, mix up your drink and sip on it while you're watching the show. And it also comes with the dancing dragon. Liu Kang G Fuel. This particular flavor is dragon fruit mango. Really good, especially if you like more of the fruity G Fuel flavors. So we have that in the collector's box. All you got to do to enter to win this is be a subscriber. Just subscribe to the Roamcast. We're going to be going through our subscribers and giving away this G Fuel during our soul stream, which if you're not familiar with that, that is our live show where we go through with our guests and interact with you guys. So just subscribe and we will announce the winner. And then just reach out to us after you've won and we'll give it to you. If you have won any of our giveaways in the past, please do reach out to us because we're just going to keep giving this up away until it's gone. And if you don't claim it, we'll probably just pass it on to the next person. So if you want some G Fuel, you want some Dancing Dragon collector's box set, let us know because we want to give this to you guys. We appreciate every single one of our fans for subscribing, for interacting with us. We'd like to hear what you guys think. So leave a comment on the video itself. Tell us what you think about it and win some G Fuel. I mentioned it before, we got four different flavors that we're gonna be giving away. We have the Dancing Dragon, we have the Sub-Zero Eye Shatter, we got the Scorpion Sting Spicy Mango, and we got the Radiant Electric Strike. Th these are all the Mortal Kombat Classic 30 edition canisters, except the Liu Kang, which is the Mortal Kombat 1 brand new flavor Dancing Dragon. If you guys haven't tried G Fuel, this is a great opportunity to do it. It's all sugar-free, and it's been known to give gamers a little bit of an edge with increased energy, focus, endurance, and reaction speed. So. It's yours. All you got to do is leave a comment and claim it. For every comment received on our YouTube channel and for every subscriber that we have, we're going to be going through and giving you a chance to win. We'll announce all the winners on our next soul stream. 
And like I've said, we want to give this to you guys because we want to say thank you for tuning into everything that we do here with Mortal Kombat Online. So leave a comment and subscribe and you get a chance to win some of this cool stuff that we have. So come get some G Fuel. We'll send it your way. And again, thank you guys so much for subscribing to the Roundcast. We do the show for you because we love Mortal Kombat and we want to share that with all of you.